Hey beautifuls, it's Amy Boyd and welcome to the Dear Teenage Girl podcast. I started this podcast in 2020 hoping to be able to relate to different teenage girls as I share my struggles that I've faced as a teenager because as teenagers we all face struggles and we all go through hard times but I also have someone on my side who I know helps me overcome these struggles and that's God. I hope that this podcast can help encourage you through these tough times to know that God's always got you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and make sure you check out our weekly episodes every single Wednesday. Love you. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited because we have Kennedy here again. Hi, she hasn't gotten rid of me yet. <laughs> yeah, two episodes last year and uh, you're my second guest of 2022. That's so exciting. Yes. I can't believe it's 2022 already. I feel like it was just the beginning of 2021. um, And wow, like a year has just gone by like there's nothing. I totally agree. 2021 went by really fast, which is probably a good thing because it wasn't the greatest year. I know. There were high lows. The summer was pretty fun. Can't lie. Yeah, the summer was great. Two lockdowns weren't super fun. Um, but hopefully we're hoping for better 22, having a little bit of deja vu with the two weeks off school, but I mean, yes, yes, hopefully we don't pull another March 2020. Yeah, for real. If this two weeks turns into two months, I might throw a tantrum. Yeah, I might move to America a little bit earlier. (laughs) Okay, bring me with you. Okay, definitely will do. (laughs) Um... But anyway, today we are going to be talking about the misconceptions of love. Such a good topic. I'm so excited for this one. Yeah, we were um, planning it out and oh my goodness, I got like chills, goosebumps. I'm so excited. The Holy Spirit was definitely moving in me um, and I hope that he moves in you as well and you can learn something from it same here yeah thank you like I kept getting like chills and like I kept getting words from the Holy Spirit like to write down that I didn't even know before but like certain like verses were coming to my mind about stuff that like Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have thought of on my own power so guys you're in for a treat this is gonna be a good one yeah Um, so to start off um the word love we use this word so often in society um it's kind of overused almost yeah Um, the depth of the word and even like the definition of the word love can like be lost because it's used so often yeah um people say I love you all the time and then those relationships will fail like you have like a boyfriend that says that used to say that he loved you but then he breaks your heart or family that says they love you but then they turn their backs on you or friends that do the same and this can really cause us to question like what is love Yeah, um, I know definitely for me, uh, Christmas season means Hallmark movie, like Christmas movies. And uh, it definitely, society and those movies uh, advertise the idea of like love at first sight. Like you like fall into his arms or whatever and you'll look up with like your hot chocolate in your hand and be like, oh my goodness, like he's the one. Um, God is love and the world cannot know what true love is if they don't know God. Like you need God to know love. Amen. Um, First John 4 verses 7 to 12 like says this really well. It's really long, but bear with me because it's so good. Like I mm-hmm. love this passage. It says, dear friends, let us love one another for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. 
This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us literal chills my goodness I thought that first Corinthians is like the chapter for love uh first Corinthians 13 and it definitely is but this is a really good one as well right first Corinthians has some competition John is stepping it up yeah so um we were talking about what to do and um Kennedy texted me these um three different kinds of love that I did learn in my um grade nine religion class but it was really good to be reminded of them um there so there are the three different greek words for love used in the bible um and so eros is the romantic or sexual love which is usually selfish and satisfies the own desire with little regard of the heart of the other person and it's mainly just how it makes you feel and it fails very easily whereas the philea love is a brotherly love or like a close friendship kind of love it's strong and passionate and it can also be described for like objects like I love pizza um (laughs) this is kind of important but it's also the most dangerous when we prioritize it above agape love which then brings us into our last kind of love which is agape love and that is a divine love God has for us humans and it can only reciprocate or pour and onto others through the power of the Holy Spirit And this is the kind of love that absolutely never fails. Mm -hmm, That's so good. So good. Because the world seems to know Eros love and even like the filio love. um, But the world cannot know agape love because the world does not know God. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. I feel like Eros uh, love is what the world considers love to be. Like, that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like it's almost more of like a lust than a love. There's almost this misconception that it has, there has to be a sexual aspect to love. And it constantly like needs this assurance through the physical display of affection. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, Eros love is definitely more of a feeling than a choice. But the problem with that is that our feelings are fleeting and they just come and go. Like one week I might like you, the other week not so much. Um, but the love that we should have should be a choice. It definitely might start as a feeling like you might see someone and have like that attraction for them. And then you're like, Ooh, I love him. Like he's the one, but then there comes to a point where we need to choose to love someone um, using the attributes in first Corinthians 13. Um, And that's what makes love worthwhile and lasting. I feel like for me, it's definitely easy to get swept up in feelings thinking about love. I might not have feelings for someone, but then like, say you're at a slumber party and people are talking about like how much they like someone. Then I'm like, Ooh, like, I like this guy too. Like you kind of like get like swept up in the emotions of everything. Um, But your love has to have a firm foundation. Mm -hmm. I can definitely relate to that. But yeah, during the summer for me, that whole like idea of like, just getting swept up and thinking that it's true love is really just like the Eros love that the world knows. And as Christians, it's just so important to be able to know the agape love as well. Yeah. And if your love does not have that firm foundation in God and what he made love to be, it's just set up to fail and to cause heartbreak. Mm -hmm. I feel like 
divorce is so popular these days because as humans we can get so swept up in the feeling of lust and the sexual desire and that there's no firm foundation in their love uh the worldly definition for love is like this intense feeling of deep infection affection but god describes love as something completely different so in first corinthians um verse four to eight it says love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking where arrows it says that it like is self-seeking but love is not self-seeking it is not easily angered it keeps no record of wrong love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth it always protects always trusts always hopes perseveres love never fails uh, I feel like the word Eros love is used a lot in Song of Solomon, which is a very um, passionate um, book of the Bible uh, between um, these two lovers. Um, and so it's not necessarily what God wants us. It's not necessarily how God wants us to love. I feel like, I don't know about you, but I've watched so many movies that, promote love in such a toxic way that there's almost this anticipation for the two main characters or the two characters who have feelings for each other um, that they have to kiss or have sex in order to prove to each other and to the audience that they love each other and their love is shown solely through the sexual intimacy that almost skews people's perspective of love for me, I know it has created this false reality that you need to give yourself completely to another person to prove that you love them or to feel loved. But um, as Christians, we are called to wait till marriage and only give yourself to your husband. So it's kind of contradicting because the world has created us to believe that love is only shown through sexual intimacy and can make anyone feel as if they're not loved if you're not showing love through that sexual intimacy, which definitely is not the case. I find that actually in a Christian relationship, it shows how much you and your partner love each other, that you're showing self-control and are respecting each other by saving yourselves for your future spouse. Mm -hmm. That's so good. I think that the world kind of has it backwards because God wants us to love each other with philia and agape love first mm -hmm. and then to have the eros love after marriage because like he did create sex and like sexual intimacy and like it can yeah. be a beautiful thing after you're married but mm -hmm. when your foundation is that eros love then it fails and it falls apart it falls apart really easily right but when you have like the philia and especially the agape love before that and then after you're married you're like you allow yourself to like have sexual in intimacy and stuff it's like way better and more healthy and like that's the way that god designed it yeah and it's beautiful too like mm -hmm. we're not trying to like put down sex at all sex before marriage is a sin and we are putting down that but in marriage it's a beautiful thing and so um eros love to an extent is beautiful in marriage like it's that sexual love um not the selfish love because as we learned in first corinthians love is not selfish but yes what you said is so true yeah that's good Alrighty, so the next kind of love is the philia love, or philio in some um, some scripts. And so this kind of love is also important. It's strong and it's passionate, but it's mm -hmm. also the most dangerous when we prioritize it above agape love. 
or yeah. the love of God. Matthew 10 verse 37 says that anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Or Jesus said that, which is a scary thought to me because I love both my parents a lot, right? Yeah. Like, it's scary that loving them more than I love Jesus can be, like, is, is a sin. Like, it's wrong, right? Yeah. Um, so we're called to love God with agape love more than loving other people loving other people is still important but it just can't take um first priority for us mm-hmm. um the, another verse that i found is first timothy 6 verse 10 which says the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil and the love of money is a philia love and as soon as we um prioritize this philia love for money and possessions then that can be really dangerous because we're then putting other things before god yeah that's so true I think that um, sometimes you can get, like, I love my mom and dad so much. And so I'm so focused on that, that sometimes I don't even focus on how much I love or should be loving God. I feel like God is someone who's always there. And I almost take it for granted a bit too much. But I think something that I definitely need to be working on is making sure that I'm loving God more than my parents. Not that I would intentionally love my parents or even like a significant other or my siblings more than God. Or even, like, different things, like making them idols, like my phone or anything. But I need to be intentionally loving God more than anything because he loves me more than anyone ever could. Mm-hmm. That's so true. So true. Alrighty, so now for agape love, which is um, the one that is God's love for us, the kind of love that we can only have through the power of the Holy Spirit. This is the most powerful kind of love. It never fails. Um, Most occurrences of the word love in the Bible were originally agape in Greek. Um, In the New Testament, it is used more than 259 times. And philia is only used 54 times. And I don't think eros is used in the New Testament at all. So it just goes to show um, how much more like prevalent and important it was back in the Bible, mm-hmm. Bible days. Um, so the church is commanded and we are commanded to um, have this agape love for our brothers and sisters. John 15 verse 12 says, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for a friend. This agape love is shown through like actions and like sacrificially giving up our lives like Jesus gave up his life for us. It's not just a feeling, even though agape love is a feeling. It's also um, actions and works and how we um, demonstrate this love for others. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of love in 1 Corinthians 13, which Amy read earlier. Um, when it's saying love is patient, love is kind, it's talking about this agape love. Yeah. Um, it's only possible with the power of the Holy Spirit within us, which pretty much means that, like, if you're not a Christian and you don't have Jesus within you, like, you're not really capable of this agape love because it's it's supernatural. But as Christians, it's how we're called to love. It's how we're called to treat um, everyone else, those around us. Um, Jesus said in Luke 10, verse 27, that the two greatest commandments are to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and to love your neighbor as yourself. And so the two most important commandments in the words of Jesus, who's God, are to love God first and to Mm -hmm. love your neighbor second with this agape love. So it's like the most important thing pretty much in like the whole Bible. Yeah. 
That's so true. I think that agape love is something I definitely need to work on. Um, I was joking with my mom that my love is kind of, um, what's that word? It's not like dependent. It's like my love um, is almost like not consistent. Oh, I can't even think of the word. It's, uh, I don't know, like where like she loves someone like all the time, no matter what. I feel like I definitely do love each other, like everyone, like all the time. But um, I can go through these times where my love is not always as kind as it should be, or it's not always as patient as it should be. Um, but I need to really work on this agape love. That's a sacrificial love where I would do anything for the other person before I would do it for myself. And just like building that firm foundation um, in all of these attributes and um first Corinthians 13 because that's what love is like if you look at the eros love it's a feeling right or are this like sexual desire the sexual intimacy and uh, if you're looking at someone in a lustful way all the things that you look at them in that way they're going to fade no matter what and I think the only way to have that long-lasting relationship is if you are if you take that choice to love someone it's sometimes it's going to be harder than others uh, other times Sometimes it needs to be 100% that choice. Okay, I love them. So I need to be patient. I need to be kind. I need to not be jealous. I think jealous love is so popular this this day and age. Uh, everyone's super jealous. They don't want their significant other to cheat. And cheating's horrible. Don't get me wrong. But I think that um, as love, uh, we as individuals need to work on this First Corinthians 13 love. We need to work on loving God first and foremost. And then letting his love pour out of us to the people around us Mm -hmm. makes me wonder like if I actually would lay down a life for my friend kind of thing I don't think I would if I'm being completely honest like I think it really came down to it and if it was my life or their life like I'm pretty selfish I think I would choose my own life which is like really um not like embarrassing but like kind of embarrassing like it's something that I'm like man I should really work on that one but yeah, I totally get what you mean about like how we all need to work on agape love as individuals mm-hmm. and stop focusing on Eros love because it's hard because we're surrounded by it mm-hmm. every day in society. And like, I find that something that has come up for me a lot recently has been this whole thing around like celebrity crushes and like obsessing yeah. over people that like you don't even know, but like see in movies or in TikToks or <laughs> in like listen to them and there's songs and stuff. And it's like, oh my goodness, like not I love that person. That's a bit extra, but like just being yeah. like, oh my gosh, they're so attractive. That's like purely out of lust right yeah is like unhealthy and like not what god calls us to and like i'm not saying it's a sin to like say a celebrity is attractive because i don't think that is a sin but when we're like like spending our time on that it doesn't really bring glory to god right so yeah stay away from that for me <laughs> that's true i need to work on not having <laughs> so many like yeah i feel like yeah I have one celebrity crush where it's like, okay, I've seen his character or at least like as much he shows on the online. Is um, it Zach Webb? Yes. <laughs> and so I see his character and I see his heart for God where it's not so much a lust. Whereas if I'm like watching a movie or whatever and I see like an actor and I'm like, wow, nice six pack. Or like, that's definitely something that I could go without. <laughs> 
shout out to Zach Webb if he ever decides to stop ghosting Amy and into our <laughs> podcasts. We would really like to feature you, but you really need to respond to Amy in order for that to happen. Yeah, not leave me unread. Yeah, that was really rude. It's okay. <laughs> we'll have Zach on here one day, guys. It's gonna it's gonna work. It's gonna be good. Yes. If you guys are listening to this, tag him on like I don't yes. know how you tag someone on a podcast, but like spam his DMs, spam his comment sections on posts and be like, come on the Dear Teenage oh, Girl podcast with Amy yeah. Kennedy. Yes. And you better like feature me as well. If you like do a podcast with just Zach Webb and you and not me, I'm gonna throw a tantrum. I'm gonna be very upset. I would not do that. I would have you in for sure because okay. if it was just me, I'd embarrass myself way too much. Let's be honest. Both of us are going to embarrass ourselves anyway, but it's fine. It's going to happen one day. Yeah. And you know what? Worst case scenario, we embarrass ourselves too much. We don't have to see him again. But if That's things true. work out, then maybe we can become besties and see each other again. Bro, we've got this all worked out, this whole plan. We're definitely boring people by now. So sorry about that, guys. <laughs> But yeah, everyone just make sure that you are striving for this agape love um, and that you're you're really searching for God's or you will always have God's love. But make sure that you are uh, like letting God's love pour out of you, that you're reading the Bible, really getting familiar with God and who he is and the fruits of the spirit and his love will pour out of you and it will make it easier to love others. Um, with all the attributes that you need to love others and even make that your new year's resolution i think i'm gonna make that my new new year's resolution same same here yeah that was really good yeah so see you guys next wednesday thank you so much kennedy of course thanks for having me all right bye